0: Welcome to the New York Lucis Trust Full Moon Meditation Meeting. Each month we work together as a group to contact, hold, and distribute spiritual energy in the service of humanity and all life forms. To receive announcements for our meetings, please email us at newyorkatlucistrust.org L-U-C-I-S-T-R-U-S-T dot org So welcome everybody to this Lucus Trust meditation meeting, working in the, with the energies of the festival of Virgo. Um, a very warm welcome to those of you who are here. Um, it's rather hot um, today, and it's particularly hot here, um, but. We have a fan going, in, that fan may be making a little bit of noise, and when we move on to the meditation, we'll simply turn it down so it'll be a little bit quieter. Um, and a very warm welcome to those of you who are listening in to the broadcast. Um, it's a joy to be with you and to be meeting together. Month after month, year after year, we gather during these meditation meetings to link with others from around the world as one group on the plane of mind. Symbolically, at the time of the full moon, the group stands in the light shining off the face of the moon. Physically, the source of the light is the sun, but in the world of meaning, esoterically, symbolically and metaphorically, the source of that light is the subtle occult fires radiating from the heart of the sun and from the central spiritual sun radiating through the spiritual hierarchy, the collective soul, and shining into the psyche of the human, the psyche of the all human beings, of the species, the human species. Esoteric traditions affirm that the evolution of consciousness, and in particular the evolution of the moral imagination, the love and the will driving the development of cultures and nations, depends on this monthly rhythm, this flow of inflowing energies from the great beings of the cosmos. And these energies ensure that through time, a slow maturing process is always taking place, extending over centuries and following rhythms of greater and lesser cycles. The potencies of light and of love that flow from great beings during the full moon periods move and inspire human beings as as well as whole nations. And just as they can also unsettle human beings and whole nations, energy is energy. And this all happens esoterically, so the constant background rhythm exposing human beings to energies helping the ideas and ideals of the future become grounded in the worlds of matter, time and space. <coughs> and all this, as all this happens, it's largely hidden from our view. It's subtle, unless we seek it out and make it conscious. In dark times in human affairs, when lawlessness is abroad, The light that flows in every month during the Full Moon can help us deepen the spirit of hope and faith in the evolutionary plan. The presence of an abundance of light during the Full Moon makes it a perfect time to cultivate an intelligent exploration of future possibilities. One of the reasons why hope tends at times to be swamped by despair amongst so many good people, is that the light enabling us to see the big picture appears to be absent, veiled by clouds of doubt and depression, and by the overstimulation of the busy, critical mind. During the five days of the full moon cycle, the mental plane is flooded with penetrating clarifying light, and those who understand this can use the opportunity to consciously look for signs of wholeness and synthesis becoming embedded in human affairs. Light reveals, and there is a need now to see the ways in which insights of wholeness are transforming human relations knowing that a time will come when these will burst out into every field of human living economics, arts, all the sciences, medicine, inaugurating exciting new cycles of development. Entering into the rhythm of the Full Moon Festival work is a bit like entering into a sacred drama we're called on to put aside for a moment our personal preoccupations and points of individual focus as we consider the process of the evolution of consciousness. This is a process watched over now in 2018, just as it was in 1958, 1948, 1919, watched over by mythical beings, alongside the rishis of the ancient East. Alice Bailey and the Tibetan speak of lesser-known pioneers of wisdom and compassion, known by such names as the Avatar of Synthesis and the Spirit of Peace, as well as the more widely known Buddhas, the Christ, the Communion of Saints, the Mother of the World, and so on. Month after month, sitting together in circles of companionship and service, or taking part in this ritual from the privacy of our own homes, there is the opportunity to step into a collective field of mind and heart. A field that has been built through the centuries by esotericists, ritualists, shamans and meditators from all sorts of different traditions, all who have historically honoured the full moon as a time to work with and in light, in service of the whole, and so we enter the field of the group mind today when the light of the Sun is conditioned by the energies of the constellation Virgo. This is a sign of the Mother, the Feminine, of the incarnated world of time and space, It's a sign of human feelings, desires, thoughts and physicality, of all that is involved with the personality. In the light of Virgo, this experience of emotions, thoughts and relationships, all the personal identity that we think of as self, is seen as a womb within which the seed of the Divine Self, the light of wisdom, is deeply buried. The personal self, the self with a lower S, is the field of time and space, of circumstances and crises in which the divine seed germinates, sprouts roots and becomes fixed in matter. Personal psyche provides the womb within which divinity, the Christ in us and the more impersonal world of the Father of pure spirit, divinity settles and quietly, slowly through time, sends out shoots in preparation for emergence and birth. Alice Bailey writes that the sign of Virgo is one of the most significant in the zodiac for its symbology concerns the whole goal of the evolutionary process, which is to shield, nurture and finally reveal the hidden spiritual reality. This reality, every form, fails. But the human form is equipped and fitted to manifest in a manner different to any other s- expression of divinity, and so make tangible and objective that which, for which the whole creative process was intended. Gemini and Virgo are closely related, but Gemini presents the pairs of opposites, soul and body, as two distinct separate entities, whereas in Virgo they are blended and they are of great and supreme importance to each other. The Mother protects the germ of the Christ life. Matter guards, cherishes and nurtures the hidden soul. The keynote which embodies the truth as to the mission of Virgo most accurately, is Christ in you, the hope of glory. There is no clearer or more adequate definition of the sign than this. So we're going to pause for a moment to contemplate the human family in its entirety, the billions of individuals, as a valley of deep experience, watched over lovingly with tears in her eyes by the Mother of the World. In the womb of time and space, the Christ is being nurtured through us and in us, individually and collectively. So let's pause for a moment and then use the affirmation of love. In the center of all love I stand. From that center I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the Divine Self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Virgo gives us a good lens through which to observe the issues of our time. Sustainable development, climate change, migration, the empowerment of women, economic inequality, struggles for society to honor and nurture the integrity and rights of every single human being on the planet. These issues are sweeping through every society today, stirring emotions, awakening individuals to service and causing more and more people to think creatively about the world and about the significance of their lives. And at the same time, the energy that permeates these issues are bringing entrenched habits of separateness and polarization to the fore. Virgo gives us a lens to look at the present moment as part of a historical process through which the higher principles of, and synthi- of wholeness and synthesis are seeping into human affairs. Inevitably, this process takes on very human expression, as it works through veils of illusion, glamour and mire. So what are essentially pure ideas of wholeness will often find expression in sentimental poorly thought through slogans and self-righteous doctrines. Esotericists will often shrink from some of the woolly thinking of the New Age movement, for example, recognizing that it belittles the true fire of the Christ energy. But what we might call the glamour of the New Age is more of an introductory mass response to the incoming ideas and laws of synthesis. In other words, it's inevitable and a sign simply of how strong the ideas are. But while recognising the sentimental glamours associated with Aquarius, it's important to notice and pay attention to the deeper and more lighted thinking, the scientific thinking that is now so widespread, and observe the way in which principles of universality and right relations are taking root within human affairs, through countless experiments at local, national and international levels, and in Leading think tanks and think tanks, workshops and experimental groups in every single profession we can think of. It's also important to recognize that the issues of our time inevitably evoke strong reactions against the thought forms of wholeness, amongst those who are understandably afraid of the new ideas because they challenge the fundamentals of separateness so profoundly. Powerful emotions can seem to dominate national conversations. Anger, despair, bitterness, polarization. The more balanced and integrated approaches understanding, wisdom, care, open to possibilities, also grow, but this often happens in ways that are usually unrecognized and unseen. What seems to matter in an evolutionary sense about, for example, the climate change conversation is that out of it we would hope to be changed as a species, that we find new ways of relating to the environment, new in a personal sense but also new and perhaps more importantly in a community sense, with a multitude of cultural expressions and with a transformed economics that is healthy, that produces and distributes wealth. The process of moving into this new orientation is inevitably fraught with conflict. A measure of pain, crises and muscular discussions And this is simply how we human beings grow. Our task as esoteric workers is to notice the deeper reverberations of the soul through human affairs, looking always for principles, and noticing this in terms of emerging values, ethics, vision, and responsibilities. The keynote we'll be using in meditation for Virgo speaks of this. I am the mother and the child, I, God, I, matter, am. It's a keynote to hold constantly before ourselves that this is who we are, and it to our communities, our nations, and our world is. Soul and personality bound together in a mutual relationship, out of which a new enlightened wise consciousness is in process of being born, particularly at this time when we have the t- Transition from Pisces to Aquarius. Eons ago our souls descended for the first time into Incarnation. The Divine was lost, imprisoned in the world of matter. Now time has done much of its work. And now we can in full consciousness begin to recognize ourselves as both the Mother and the Child, the Christ, Krishna and the Personality in relationship, and as we grow into this relationship, nurturing it through life practices and choices, so is the new whole radiant self in process of being born. Virgo reminds us about patience and about the importance of not losing faith of holding in mind the birth that is to come at the right time. This could so easily be a cop-out as if we don't need to do anything because the birthing will take place in its own good time. Yet we need a balanced view. Signs of upheaval in an individual's life or in the life of the wider community need not be a source of depression or undue anxiety. A wise approach uses such upheavals to foster within ourselves an ardent desire This is a piece from White Magic. A wise approach uses upheavals to foster within ourselves an ardent desire that the transition may be made in due time and order and be neither too rapid, hence destructive to all right ties and affiliations, nor too prolonged and so strain beyond endurance the sorely tried fabric of humanity. The new humanity that's in process of birthing will, Alice Bailey tells us, be new because it will be differently, differently orientated. The Latin derivation of orientation refers to the rising sun or to the east, and to orient means to turn to the east, to build, for instance, a church with a chancel due east or to bury the dead with feet eastward. In the language of esoteric symbolism, to turn to the east means to turn to the light. And seen in this context, these four words of Alice Bailey's New because differently oriented suggest that through the difficult birthing process of these years, humanity is gradually reorienting itself towards an understanding of the principles of wholeness and synthesis, so that it can be in the right position to freely choose to cooperate wisely with the forces of light in the transition into Aquarius. There's also a reference in the Bailey teachings to right orientation in terms of the direction of the wheel of the zodiac. The evolutionary cycle, the reverse cycle, where incarnation passes from Aries to Pisces via Taurus, represents, we're told, the normal zodiacal current. But in an earlier age, a wrongly-oriented humanity chose as a whole to follow the evolutionary path which was against the normal zodiacal current. So now, right orientation requires a change to move back to the normal current and it comes as individuals and groups step onto the path of discipleship and the correct rhythm of progress. This takes time and time, of course, is process. As Alice Bailey notes, throughout the gestation period, the sustaining life of the mother of matter nourishes and cares for the rapidly developing Christ child. In due time, the close relation between mother and child will end. The Tibetan refers to a death of the relationship because the moment comes when the Christ child will emerge from the womb of time and of matter and stand free in the light. And all of this, the future emergence of a global Aquarian culture of wholeness is made possible primarily because of the sustaining will of the mother plus the dynamic will of the Christ child. Meeting here today as we are looking out onto the great house across the road where the United Nations has its global headquarters, it's not so difficult to see evidence of the developing Christ child in human affairs. Just a few weeks ago, across the road, the High Level Political Forum brought over 2,000 individuals from governments, social movements, business and every profession under the sun to review the progress or lack of progress being made at local, national and global levels in implementing the master plan agreed to unanimously by governments in 2015 the Sustainable Development Goals. There's a review of the results of the forum available on the World well Will at the UN blog, on the website, and several individual reviews of specific events at the forum. But the overwhelming impression is of a careful strategic mobilization of forces for good to ensure that progress will be made in this period leading up to 2030 on all of the goals and targets. And at the High-Level Forum, it's possible to see the Christ child growing in the womb of time and space, and to see this through the lens of the Forum Keynote, transformation towards sustainable and resilient societies. Just last week, and, or, or this week that we're still at the conclusion of, in the House Across the Road, World Goodwill representatives joined with over a thousand other civil society representatives at the main United Nations conference for NGOs. Countless conference rooms were full of inspiring ideas, stories of goodwill initiatives changing the lives of communities around the world with the aim of advancing the Sustainable Development Goals. Having attended numerous NGO conferences in previous years, What was remarkable about this year's event was the new spirit, something that had not been felt before in these events. Creative, energetic, straight-talking, solutions-oriented, willful, even at times joyful. Young people made up a significant proportion of the attendees and were very present throughout the event. and This was clearly a significant part of the change, but it was more than that. The theme of the event was multilateralism – in other words, cooperation between diverse partners and groups, cooperation between points within a system and those points learning to cooperate with the purposes and principles of the whole. We the peoples, together finding global solutions for global problems was the theme of the event. Learning to cooperate with others to serve the common good was taken as just as much of a challenge for civil society groups as it is for governments and the United Nations system. As well as learning to cooperate amongst themselves in multilateral partnerships, NGOs are challenged to cooperate with governments, businesses, and UN agencies. And this is very much more than cooperation around the current order, things as they are now. Cooperation to achieve the Sustainable Development Goals requires a transformative vision, and the NGO Declaration defined this as a people-centered multilateralism. To quote from the Declaration a Multilateralism pledged equally to uplift those whose human rights are most under threat, and to protect our planet by living in harmony with nature, a multilateralism that shares responsibility and accountability among all stakeholders. The Declaration called for a new, deeper, and more equitable cooperation. Youth attending the conference negotiated agreement on their own youth declaration, We the Future, Affirming that youth are propelling humanity's movement towards a new future, the rising generations recognize that we must work collectively across national, generational, and other real or fabricated boundaries to shift the current paradigm and create new global and multilateral structures to weave a new tapestry of economic, technological, environmental, and social life that can drive humanity's evolution towards collective prosperity. Without going into more details of the innumerable workshops, roundtables, forums and youth events, it was very clear that there was a new spirit in the big house over there, where humanity gathered this week. One had a palpable sense of the Christ child, moving in the womb of time and space preparing for the crisis of birth. And this spirit was most evident in the presentation during the conference of countless experiments in cooperation at all and every level of relationship. So we're going to work in meditation. With the meditation outline, the full moon approach to the hierarchy. The keynote of this approach He who faces the light and stands within its radiance is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way, yet loves his brother on the darkened path, revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark and then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light. And lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them the way is not so dark. Behind the warriors, twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy. Letting in the light. Group fusion. we affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the group of world servers mediating between hierarchy and humanity. I am one with my group brothers, and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach, and encourage them. Alignment We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat kumara and towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy. And we extend the line of light toward Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known. the higher interlude. Hold the contemplative mind open to the extraplanetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, humanity, gradually coming into alignment and interplay. Meditation. Reflect on the seed thought for Virgo. I am the mother and the child. I, God, I matter am. precipitation using the crema- creative imagination visualize the energies of light love and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan is manifesting Use the sixfold progression of divine love as the sequence of energy precipitation. Shambhala Hierarchy The Christ The group of world servers Men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world Physical centers of distribution the lower interlude. Refocus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram. In the center of all love I stand. From that center I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher, the Christ. Distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, irradiating the consciousness of the entire human race. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the centre where the will of God is known, let Purpose guide the little wills of men The purpose which the masters know and serve From the centre Which we call the race of men Let the plan of love and light work out And may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Mm. you, friends. Thank you so much for that piece of work. Hold the alignment. Remember, the full moon takes place tomorrow morning at four minutes to eight um, in this time zone we're in. Four minutes to eight tomorrow morning. Thank you for those of you who are here. Thank you for those of you who are here on the um, through the webcast. Thank you for your participation in this group service. Please join us again next month. To receive announcements for our meetings, please email us at newyorkatlucistrust.org.